when you want something sweet, eat fruit, drink tea. Mm. Drink your water, ho. Mm. Drink your water, ho. Yeah. Drink your, <laughs> drink your water, drink your water, ho. <laughs> Love it. We've Just been singing that all week. All week. Yeah. So catchy. I love it. I showed you this uh, TikTok video yeah. of um, at V V E E dot M Sani. So M S A N I I. She does this fun dance and does a made up song to uh, help you not eat sugar. It's effective. Very. It's it, it gets in your brain. It does. Yeah. And like, there's like, especially at night, I get a sweet tooth and I've had to like kind of sing that to myself. And mm-hmm. like, Drink your water, ho. Just every time yeah. I'm just like, oh, something sweet, like ice cream sounds good. No, when yeah. you want something mm-hmm. sweet, mm-hmm. <laughs> eat fruit, drink tea and drink your water. Drink ho. Your, always drink your water, ho. <laughs> Hello, hoes. Welcome to Life Well Spent with Garrett and Amber. This is the podcast where my beautiful wife and I do the most minimal amount of research mm-hmm. on a pop culture topic. Yeah. And this is all done in a vain attempt to keep our marriage on the rails, but it's fine because we're fine. <laughs> you say that very <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as apprehensively you didn't, the right you word. You didn't chime in immediately, so I was like, oh, am I? Like, I don't want to overstep. <laughs> Did we not talk about something today? Although it does worry me because I feel like the more we say this, the more we're feeling like the negativity we're putting out. Oh, see, that's that's not my intention, but I totally get what you're saying. I don't want to put that. I'm just a big believer out. in that. You know, you put out the energy that you're you right. want to get back. You're right. I mean, I grew up with like self-deprecating comedy, so I've been doing that for years. But I think mm. you're totally right. Like, especially <laughs> in my adult, you know, age, I've kind of I've seen more results when I'm putting positive shit onto the universe which is kind of obvious but right yeah the more you say something the more you believe it and so all right one of these times is gonna be like you know what yeah we're not good all right <laughs> yep. you know what nothing in this cons and this uh podcast is constant so i'm gonna change it again okay. next episode more positive <laughs> i like it yeah how you doing babe i'm good i'm mm. good yeah just uh put little man to bed and yep. We're doing this podcast probably well about a day later, but I think we're we're probably going to go on a new schedule, probably starting next week. What yeah, yeah, we've been talking about switching it up a little bit, just figuring out what makes sense for us. So, uh, yeah, I mean, with with the way we've been releasing recently, like this will come out at about the same weird time that mm-hmm. they've been coming out. So, yeah. is what it is. But, but how are you? Uh, doing great. Yeah. Yeah, been a low key weekend. Very. Yeah, I, I dig it though. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I've I've just been kind of talking to clients online and stuff, uh, but it's it's yeah, mostly we've just kind of been homebodies. Which mm-hmm. yeah, again, it's been nice. I've got my second vaccine coming up on Tuesday. Super pumped about it. Wednesday. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. The twentieth. <sighs> What'd you do? I just put, probably put it in my calendar wrong. That's oh weird. Oh my god. Tuesday. It is Tuesday. I put it in there right. Hey, Why was I thinking Wednesday? I don't know, girl. I mean, I, pro- I don't know. Probably because I've been like, I don't want to do anything on Wednesday just in case. That's probably I've what heard it people was. that are, like wake up the next day feeling like crap. So yep. yeah, yeah, I've got a, a little meeting with uh, uh, some coworkers mm-hmm. uh, not long after the shot. So I th- I think I'll be fine. I think you will. Yeah. I mean, I I spoke with my grandma today because mm. I had to let her know that we're going back to Iowa in June. Oh yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I asked her how her second shot went. And she's like, you know, I 
woke up the next morning and your dad came over and I felt fine. She's like, and then all of a sudden mid morning is when it hit her and mm. she got the chills and yeah. just kind of sat on the couch all day. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. But she's like, since then, you know, I'm, I'm much better now, obviously, but yeah, I mean, you know me, I'm a big old baby. So if <laughs> I even get like a little bit of the chills, it's like, no, I'm down. I'm down for down at least for 12 count. hours. Yeah. yeah. But, um, well, I, with, with uh, this week was a little more low key. Mm-hmm. Than uh, at weeks have been in the past, which has been nice. Yeah. Uh, so I've been into quite a few things. Yeah. This week, yeah. Let me know what is what. Well, uh, you probably told me throughout the week, but I forget. You know, I don't know if I've told you. And of course, now I'm forgetting a couple because I wanted to bring up a few. Um. Yeah, I'm totally blanking on a few. So, uh, oh, I did get uh, the most recent issue of uh, Maniac of New York. Mm-hmm. Pot the uh, the. <laughs> The comic I talked about last week, uh, still great, still just gripping, you know, great, uh, great characters. This one, uh, it's kind of, I'm guessing it's probably like a five comic, six comic run. So this one, third comic is really action oriented. Oh, really? Um, yeah, but still, you know, it, it's definitely got me hooked. I'm looking forward to finishing the series. Uh, this is the one where it's like they normalize almost is that the one that you talked about last week right yeah the idea that uh this uh kind of jason voorhees-esque serial killer showed up in new york killed a bunch of people in times square and he's been consistently yet randomly killing large groups of people and it's gotten to the point now where yeah people have become they, they've found a way to make it normal mm-hmm. you know even though it's yeah, incredibly right. abnormal mm-hmm. um so it's it's Really fascinating. Um, oh, and I watched a movie earlier today uh, that I found really uh, affecting. Uh, it's called Lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it because the... Uh, it's uh, Sorry, quick tangent. A while ago, I was listening to a podcast, and they made a joke about, oh, yeah, this is a podcast where we promote and talk about other podcasts. And I felt very seen. I was like, oh, shit, that's what I do all the time. Is that, is that bad? <laughs> I don't think it's bad. It's free publicity that? for those podcasts. Yeah. To our, you know, multiple, you know, our, our fantastic listeners, if it grows them even by one or two. But the podcast is uh, Too Scary Didn't Watch. I've talked about it before. I'm just a huge fan of that podcast. And something that was cool is this one came out a while ago. I hadn't seen the movie, so I wanted to watch it. And I watched the movie. And it was really fantastic. And then the episode, uh, they had one of the principal actors on mm. to talk about, which was really fun. A uh, real charming, nice guy. He was talking about it. And uh, so I'd recommend watching Lucky and then listening to Too Scared Didn't Watch. Um, and it's got to, uh, I believe his name is Drew. It's spelled to D-R-U-V, but I believe it's Drew. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, and Lucky is really good. Uh, I don't want to talk about uh, talk about it too much because I I told you I don't really want to talk about it. I will say that uh, something I liked is uh, it is a uh, I've heard it described as a feminist allegory, mm-hmm. and I know some people might unfortunately hear feminist and be like, oh no thanks, no I'm good. Mm. But I just especially in media, you know, and we talk about criticism with a feminist lens. It doesn't necessarily, you know mean that oh women are good men are bad or anything like that is just the idea that uh the film is being told from a feminine perspective uh Mm -hmm. through the feminine uh yes yes uh 
in you know i mean i'm going off my little college career here but a lot of uh, most media for a long time was through the mail gaze you know uh i did a paper on indiana jones and uh, uh feminist viewing of that film and how the women just kind of got less helpful and more evil until the crystal skull came out, but I don't talk about that movie. Um, <laughs> that movie does not exist. Yeah. You. So this one is just, it's more so from a female point of view and uh, specifically from the writer, Bria Grant. Um, and she is also the star of the film and she's an incredible director in her own right. She did a movie called 12 hour shift. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched the movie itself, but I watched kind of a, a talk through of mm-hmm. the film. Uh, it's a, a YouTube show called uh, Dead Meat, and it's really, really great. They do uh, kill counts, um, but it's it's more so film criticism and 12-hour shift. Looked really incredible, but Bria Grant is fantastic. She's been acting for a long time. She's a great, great writer, and it's about uh, an experience that she had, and that's how the film came. Hmm, I don't want to say any more because I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but something that I thought that I bring to the podcast that probably not a lot of people are into right now, just knowing our, our listeners. Cause I'm, I think we know all of our listeners. <laughs> um, so in the new Thor movie, Thor love and thunder, mm-hmm. apparently Christian Bale is going to be playing Gore, the God butcher. I think that's his name. That's I, an I, interesting name. Yeah. I didn't read that specific comic book storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think maybe I read one comic with Gore in it, uh, but there's another villain that uh, was introduced about six months ago. I've talked about I have Marvel Unlimited uh, in where Marvel releases a comic and then six months later it gets put onto Marvel Unlimited and you just pay a subscription and it's incredible. It's mm-hmm. so good. But uh, in Venom, uh, there's a big crossover event that was happening six months ago that's now getting on Marvel Unlimited called uh, The King in Black. And it's actually surrounding uh, Venom. I'm not a big Venom guy, honestly. Yeah, he's kind of a weird he always, character. Yeah, he always felt kind of edgelordy to me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, you, you'd see kind of like weightlifter bros with Venom shirts on. Mm. Not, you know, it, it was just never quite my scene. I was more Spider-Man, less Venom. Um, but there's been a bunch of different Venoms, and I'm sure that character contains multitudes. But in this storyline... Uh, Venom, it turns out his uh, symbiote, mm-hmm. uh, the I don't know if his symbiote even has a name. I think that's actually in one of the comics I read. Anyways, uh, he they come to find out that the symbiote uh, actually comes from this guy called uh, Null, and it's spelled K-N-U-L-L, Null the Void King. And he's this dope-ass metal-looking god. He is the god of the symbiotes. He is the origin of the symbiotes. When the universe was created, he was just trapped in this void of nothingness. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, uh, uh, it's the celestials, I believe. They started creating the universe around him, and he got annoyed because he's like, no, leave me alone. I want to be in this void Hmm. of blackness and darkness. Um, So he fought them. He lost. He gets banished. Um, But basically, his whole goal now is to more or less destroy everything to bring back the void to consume and just have the entire universe be void Mm -hmm. blackness. Uh, so pretty clear 
villain to follow. It's not like, uh, you know, it's not like Dr. Octavius, who's like, he's a bad guy, but, you know, he he's a, you can understand where he's coming from. This is just like a straight up bad guy. It's like, okay. hell yeah. You know, and it's got cosmic ties. Uh, so I've read the first two issues of The King in Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really good. And then I read uh, the first six issues of Venom where they set up uh, Noel coming. That was dope as hell. He's got all these dragons. Oh, cool. And then they're like symbiote dragons. They're mm-hmm. cool. Um, but something I really liked was there was a six series comic called Silver Surfer Black. Silver and, Surfer Black. Yeah. Have I told you about my love for Silver Surfer? Yes. For the yeah. longest time, I thought that was your favorite and he's, character. He's still way up there. Okay. Yeah, he's just this awesome, like, kind of cosmic poet. He's very introspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to be the herald for Galactus. So mm-hmm. Silver Surfer would come and tell everybody, hey, Galactus is going to come eat your planet. And the Galactus would come and consume their planet. Uh, he then broke away from Galactus, and now he's a good guy and uh, just kind of surfs around the universe, you know, being nice. Mm-hmm. G- generally being nice. It's really cool. He's not avenging anything. He's He's got guilt over what he did, um, but he's just kind of a chill-ass surfer dude. Huh. Oh, he's the best. Um, but uh, it turns out he ran into Null a long time ago, and the comic book is really cool because uh, in fighting Null and uh, these other kind of void as creatures, he's basically creating these mini stars that kind of banish away the void and in doing that his silver skin starts to turn black oh because gotcha. it's the cost of you know creating this right uh tris or extraterrestrial light or whatever you want to call it um it was really good i highly recommend if you can track down i silver surfer black i was a real big fan of it the art mm-hmm. was incredible it felt kind of 60 psychedelic mm-hmm. um i'm sure artists would know better about what is inspiring the art of it, but I think you really like it. It's visually extremely appealing. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's just the Silver Surfer being a chill-ass dude. I wonder, um, do you think that when people, um, when you pick your favorite like Marvel DC character that kind of tells other people like, like who you are? As a person? Like, do you think that people choose them because they relate to them in any way? Yeah, and I think maybe part of that is you wanting to project to people who you are by the the characters you pick. Um, I'm thinking of characters like the Punisher. Like, Mm -hmm. somebody's like, oh, my favorite character is the Punisher. I'm I'm just like, I don't don't like, I don't know. I get the Punisher. Mm -hmm. Like, I get the appeal. Um He's just not your favorite. No, no. And it's just, it, it feels super like, I don't know. I guess if somebody's just like justice overall, like rights, mm-hmm. wrongs must be righted by any means necessary, then yeah, Punisher might be their favorite. Um, but also that might be, you know, I think we probably all go through a bit of a Punisher phase when we're younger because he is so dark and edgy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember when I found out that sometimes art could be nihilistic you know that there doesn't have to be a moral or good doesn't have to win and then of course you know I'm like 18 19 20 that was my personality for a long time it's like yeah you know <laughs> nothing matters you know we're all gonna die so you know fuck it and honestly like i still kind of say that stuff to myself like oh what does it matter you know we'll all be dead someday but it's more 
positive. It's like, right. it's okay, you know. It doesn't have to come from a yeah, negative space. Yeah, I, you know, if I truly believe that, you know, there's really nothing permanent, mm-hmm. um, you know, you could take it a bad way of like, well, then if nothing's real, then everything is permitted. I can do whatever. Or you could take it the opposite way of, well, nothing's real, but I mean, there will still be a planet after I'm gone, so I might as well leave a net positive impact if mm-hmm. possible on the planet. So, you know, I, th- I think nihilism can have two ways. Yeah, and I think if, if you went the, the negative route um, within your, your life, uh, to me that's not like happiness. Like I don't no. think that you're ever going to meet like a criminal who's just like, I had the greatest time, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, even if you think... If you believe that nothing matters, mm-hmm. like you see, it's can, still gonna weigh on you. Yeah, like we you're still gonna do things that are gonna make you happy. Yes, yeah. There is still a society that we live in, and with that comes, uh, you know, a conscious understanding of what you do affects people around you and affects society around you. So, I mean, unless you're a psychopath, sociopath, mm-hmm. you know, unless you have a mental condition, right? Mental emotional trauma, you'll understand that you being an asshole has a net negative effect and it will affect your mental well-being i i believe mm-hmm. um boy we really got away from sorry the I, yeah. there. no but you're <laughs> no you're right i yeah i'm sure it does and and uh like who's who's your top favorite character i mean i say spider-man a lot just because i think when people talk about how dc is their heroes, at least the big three, the Holy Trinity, Superman, mm-hmm. Batman, Wonder Woman. They're kind of gods, besides Batman. But mm-hmm. he's he's got godlike money. Um, that's more gods. Whereas Marvel, uh, I believe Stan Lee said, Marvel is the universe that's right outside your window. Mm. Characters are relatable. Yeah. And Spider-Man is the most relatable. He can't pay his rent. You mm-hmm. know, he messes up with girls. He gets bullied. Like he yeah, had, he's like fun and lighthearted. Yeah. And I, I feel like you're that way too. Oh, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Uh, yeah. No, I, I see similarities. Between yeah. The two. Again, I'm sure when I was younger, I might've said something a little darker, but I just realized the older I get, the more kind of levity and brightness mm-hmm. I'm looking for. Um, can I do a little tangent? What's up? I wanted to talk about something that happened to me this week that go for it. I think, shows emotional growth so i think it was tuesday you cried watching the notebook no No, i mean i've been doing that since (laughs) since it first came out kidding me you're a bird i'm a bird (laughs) no uh so the other day i was in a bad mood uh this week kind of started out a little crappy won't bore you with the details but i was listening to uh a podcast guys imagine that (laughs) i god damn i swear every other story i tell is about it podcast but i mean it's it's my kind of meditative stuff anyways yeah. uh there's a podcast called the doughboys incredible very popular podcast uh they have a patreon and if you subscribe to it you get uh the daily oh god you get a second podcast in the week mm-hmm. and this one's not necessarily them reviewing fast food they do a lot of that but uh this one for example, they were talking about uh, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League that came out recently. Okay. You know, it took us four nights to watch. Very right. long. I, I didn't hate it. I, It was definitely an improvement, I thought, but it was just so long and so much slow motion. Yeah. I, I got a little annoyed with it, but that's just... Sorry, I, why am I playing with the drawers and the desk that we're <laughs> recording on? Great podcasting. But uh, I didn't 
it wasn't my favorite, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure I'm bringing my own biases into it. I think Zack Snyder kind of leans on uh, slow motion extremely heavy, and uh, he's just not my favorite. I mm-hmm. think he's good. You know, things can be good, but he's not like my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were just, they were talking about how much they loved the Snyder Cut, how much they loved it. And one of the hosts, uh, Mike Mitchell, a really nice guy, but he just, he he has opposite cinematic tastes than I do. Okay. You know, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody should have their own opinion. He's wrong, but that's okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, boy. No, because... <laughs> He just was digging in on it, and every point, it felt like every point he was making was, you know, Marvel and Disney do this stuff, and it sucks, but Zack Snyder's doing this stuff. And I I was just, I realized how I had to shut it off, because I'm like, mm. I'm not in a good place, because I feel like I'm being attacked, and that's yeah. really stupid, because I have no financial or... uh should be emotional connection to any of these properties. They're, they're all movies. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Right. But like, it was just cause I was, I was being a crap ass that day. My week <laughs> wasn't going the way I wanted. And so I was just like, I was getting mad while driving. I'm like, Oh my God, this is stupid. Like <laughs> I was, I could feel myself get upset and then I'm getting upset at myself for being upset. And I'm like, right. okay, this is, I, I turned it on to something else. Um, cause I, and I think a lot of, I don't know, not to pat myself on the back because uh, I'm, sh- first of all, I had these emotions, which are, in my opinion, stupid emotions, <laughs> but there's a lot of people on the internet that seem to react that way, Yeah, you know, and uh, I think especially for younger people, it's easy to assign a piece of pop culture uh, to yourself as a personality, mm. you know, uh, I was, I still, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. Bad it's like that dumb bumper sticker. Uh, a bad day fishing is better than a good day at work. Oh, yeah. Bad Star Wars movie is better than no Star Wars movies. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, I probably took that stuff a little too personally or had too strong, I think, too strong of opinions on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think my love my brother, but I feel like we were pretty uh, pretty annoying when we were younger about our opinions on movies, which... Like to each other, or to other people, to other people. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It, like really strong opinions. Like we'd, like we'd even laugh if people liked other movies that we didn't like. And oh. how, how dumb and obnoxious is that? Like, glad you don't do that anymore. Yes, it's ridiculous. And you know, because we, you know, that was part of our personality that we assigned to ourselves. It's like, oh, we like, you know. I think it just like kind of explains movies. like how much you guys loved movies and love cinema yeah that you're willing to dip, dive deep into it because i mean with me when we go to see a movie you're like you know what'd you think and i was like oh it was really good yeah. and that's about it with you you like to d- dig into the details of it it's like oh i really like this part but this part i really didn't like that much yeah. because of this and so i i learned more so to dive a little bit deeper into what i did like about the movie you know yeah which i mean again neither are bad you yeah. know, if you come out of a movie and say, oh, that was fun, mm-hmm. your day is a little bit better because you had a good time at the movies. Right. If you come out of a movie and say, like, ah, that wasn't really my cup of tea, and then you move on with your life. Totally. Right. But, like, yeah, you shouldn't use it as a, a point to, like, you know, prove to other people that you know 
a lot about movies, which <laughs> which I don't, you know. Um, but it was just something obnoxious that I did back in my, you know, early 20s. And so, yeah, when I felt like I was being attacked via <laughs> these guys just making a podcast, like I realized, man, I, I got to I got to get back to this when I'm in a good place. And I did. And it was great. Mm-hmm. I really liked what they were saying. I didn't agree with all of it. But, you know, that doesn't matter. It was their opinions. And uh, yeah, I'm glad they really liked the movie. I do think that it was it was an improvement over the original for sure. I just they just really kind of laid it on. And I didn't see as many of those positives. But that's okay. What would you have done if you heard that same podcast when you were younger and you would have gotten worked up about it? Probably never listened to the podcast again. Really? And I never, I was never big on writing like comments or anything on mm-hmm. uh, social media. Right. Uh, thank God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I probably just would have stopped listening to it. And then if anybody was like, oh yeah, Doughboys are great. I'd be like, oh God, they love the Snyder Cut. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. Just being an idiot. So, oh. but now it's just like, ah. That's a slight difference of opinion, and that's totally cool. And I'm sure when the next Marvel movie comes out, Mike Mitchell will hate it, and that's totally fine. Like, I'm a total shill for Marvel, so I get it. I was going to say, I feel like I don't know if somebody is a fan of both equally. I feel like a lot of people that you talk to, they're like, oh, I like you know Marvel more. And like a lot of things in this world, uh, politics, religion, and comics. It's what you grew up with. True. You know, they are all exactly equal in their importance. Politics, religion, and comics. I'm trying to make you laugh, and you're just, you're really lost in thought. (laughs) No, I was just thinking, like, what did I grow up with? Yeah, I definitely grew up with Marvel. I grew up with X-Men. They're Marvel, right? That's Marvel, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just mainly X-Men. Yeah, just the movies were owned by Fox for a long time, or the Mm -hmm. the rights. Um, But yeah, it was Marvel. Is that all I watched? I just remember, I think my, my brother was really into the X-Men, so my sisters and I were like, well, our brother's cool. You told me about that. Yeah, like, so we were I all think like you our were own Jean characters. Grey. Your yes. brother was... Wolverine. Yeah, that makes sense. Nobody Chelsea wants to be Storm. Cyclops. Right. Kayla was too young. She, you know, I'm sure James would have just picked one out for her. But, yeah. Um, Ooh. Uh, yeah. Uh, she would have been a good... Oh, my God. It's not Dazzler. Dazzler's a different character. She She showed up in the TV series. My God, guys... Get at me, life well spent at yahoo.com. A Jubilee. Okay. Oh, mind. yeah. Yep. I can see that. Totally. Yeah. Still feel free to email us and say Jubilee. And I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be like, ah, oh, Kayla, you're Jubilee. And she'd be like, goo gaga or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what your sister said when she was like. I think anyway. she was like five when we were into yeah. it. But anyways. Um, yeah. I guess that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I read with. a little bit of Batman, a little bit of Superman, but it was primarily Marvel related stuff. Yeah. Uh, some X-Men, Silver Surfer. Uh, Spider-Man, Captain America, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways, uh, sorry, I'm getting like. No, awesome I again. went on a long, long rant there. So, That's okay. Yeah. Uh, what have I been into this week? I feel. What you been doing? Not studying for my real estate pre <laughs> midterm. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say pre-exam. It's midterm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but... Uh, Did you watch any of uh, Prince Harry's funeral? No. Me neither. It seemed weird that like you could watch his funeral. I don't know. I didn't know that they broadcasted that, but I guess that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I think it was on the internet. And huh. it, I'm just like, I really... I've never been a big uh, royalty guy. Wait, did you say Prince with. Harry? What, is, what should I be Philip. saying? Sure, whatever. It's Philip. 
<laughs> like I'm pretty sure Prince Harry's the young redhead. Prince that moved old to white America. British guy. Yeah, Philip, yeah. I think. Rest in peace, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, crazy, huh? I guess. Uh I don't I do yeah. not care about any of them. Yeah. I'm I hope I hope they all do fine and I'm sure they're fine, but I just could not give less of a shit. Yeah. Yeah, same. Even when the younger one and Megan ran off, I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, I guess that's fine. Going against the norm. Yeah, and people are like she was on Oprah. I'm like, Oh, that's good. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> she said the royal fam was racist. I'm like, Oh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, sandwiches for lunch? It's like, <laughs> any of that stuff. Yeah, of course. Uh, oh, but I did watch uh, The Proposal last night, which I hadn't watched in a very long time. I caught tiny bits of that. Yeah. I need to watch it. Yeah. Because that came out around my obnoxious film snob time. Oh, I'm you sure... probably didn't like it. No, God. Well, I never oh. watched it, but the little bits I saw, I was like, ah, no, no. But I should watch it. I like Sandy Bullock. Ryan, yeah, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds is charming as hell. Betty White doing her thing. Right, yeah. Yeah. Can't go wrong there. Coach is in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's the dad. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a real, you know, cute romantic comedy movie. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I just, I, I really like Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. I mean. They have good chemistry in those, the movie. Those two people are just shite brining stars. Right. And you bring them together, of course. They could be in anything. <laughs> exactly. And they could just make it work. Uh. So, yeah, super cute, you know, but. I was trying to rack my brain today. Like, what else have I been into? And it's a lot yeah. of the same stuff. Shark Tank, Kardashians. Yeah. Like, Boy, I'm I... Really? I think it would be good... I think it would be a net positive for me to watch Shark Tank, but I can't do it. I know. Well, how about you come in after their intro where they start discussing... Hey, sharks. After that part. Oh, boy. I hate a pitch. Yeah. I hate a well-rehearsed pitch. Good on them. I'm sure they put in a lot of work, and they seem to be... Many times very effective pitches, but I hate how fake it is. Do you it think is? it's that animated, like, in real life? I like, if they go to a meeting and you have to pitch your company, I feel like it's uh, not that animated. I, you know what? Maybe they turn it up 10% for the cameras. I would think so. But I I don't know. I also, like, maybe that's why I'm not the top-selling real estate agent in, <laughs> in the office, because I just, like, that, like ratcheting up that energy i feel like it's so transparent on me mm. and it just is coming from me it feels gross other people like they can they can really turn it on and they mm -hmm. mean it and they feel it yeah and they're great at it like i i i don't feel that i mean i get naturally excited when i'm talking with clients and i enjoy hanging out with people mm -hmm. but well not everybody has that like excitability about their anything really, yeah i love know? what i do and i have a great time doing it uh mm -hmm. but i'm i'm not like i'm not a big cheerleader about yeah. it like I'll, I'll tell you i i you know i love what i'm doing you're doing a great job you're a fantastic client and because they are you right know, usually if they're not i don't say it um i don't tell them their shit but i'm just no. not you know i i want i want things i want it to be a genuine real you know process yeah, yeah absolutely mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, but I mean, these people got to sell their company and they've, you know, they got to make their dreams come true. So yeah, turn it up. I just don't want to be around for it because it gives me the ickies. <laughs> I feel like, you know, when somebody's being genuine and that's when it's like kind of charming to me. Yeah. 
Like if, if you can tell that like, oh, this person is just a very excited human being and it's not just to pitch something yeah. or it's not annoying, you know. After the after the pitch, when they've got to actually like get hit with questions and they've got to sell their company. Yeah. That's, I think that's when like the really exciting moments happen. It's like, oh, hell yeah. And like, those absolutely. sharks can be mean at times. Mr. Fantastic can eat all my dicks. Yeah, he's not the that greatest. That guy's a jerk. Yeah. And, of course, Mark Cuban. Uh, Mark Cuban's can be just the biggest jerk, but also I think he's he he can really get on the side of, oh, yeah. of the person selling and really root for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas Mavericks suck, but that's okay, you know. Well, I feel like you kind of have to have a pretty thick backbone to go on that show. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I see, well, and more times than not, you see the people who walk off and, you know, the camera mm. person's like, how did it feel to be on Shark Tank? And if they didn't get a deal, they're like, well, you know, they're they're going to miss out and we'll show them. Yeah. You know, we're, we're going to go yeah. and we're going to keep going. That's great. You know, and then you have others who are just like, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. And they get really upset about yeah, it. Yeah, real defensive. Yeah. Have you ever seen that gif of the little boy that's getting interviewed by the uh, newswoman? And she like asks him a question and he's smiling. He's like, yeah. And then he just like Starts breaks crying. down. Yeah, that'd be me. <laughs> like, hey, sharks. Oh, my God. What am I? Don't be mean to me. Yeah. I, I would need uh, I would need judges from like, uh, my God, that singing show with Katy Perry. How old am I? Oh, American Idol. Yeah. The, but even they can be kind of. They can be. But I feel like if somebody comes in and is nice and they're yeah. not taking the piss. They're usually on their side. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, I, I also see myself as a 14-year-old girl, and they're always super nice to 14-year-old girls. So. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of the times they're, the younger kids are yeah. always so nervous. Oh, of course. I'd be terrified. Yeah. I'm a grown man. I don't know how they do that. Yeah. Oh, one more quick thing. Uh, stuff I've been into. Uh, I've been... So I've been like getting caught up in my podcast, which is great. There's some times where... A week will be so busy that like I get kind of backlogged. How mm-hmm. how sad is that? But it's true. <laughs> it's true. Like I really I enjoy listening to them. You know, so. it's it's okay. Those will always be there for when you need to. I know you're listen right. To them. But uh, so I've been staying caught up. Uh, so I've been going back through "Hello from the Magic Tavern." Uh, it's been going on for like uh, five six years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, really great podcast. It's, uh, uh, mostly improvisation. Uh, it's these three guys from Chicago. Um, but it's all set in this, uh, fantastical land of Foon mm-hmm. where the, the star Arnie Niekamp fell through a wormhole outside of a Burger King in Chicago, ended up in Foon. Now he hosts a podcast with Chunt, the talking badger oh my gosh. and Usador, the wizard. Oh my gosh. And they just bring on people and it's improv and it's just very D and D it's like, that's right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, every other chubby white dude with a beard like is <laughs> I'm sure they already know about it. Um but it's uh it's just it's a ton of fun and the the episodes are usually like 30 to 40 minutes, a little longer if it's a live episode, but that one's been a ton of fun. If you're looking for something to just you know, even put it on the background. Mm-hmm. Um they there is some lore that's set up, but like, you know, you don't really need it. You know, if you zone out for an episode, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just great. They're all real charismatic, fun people. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, well, I can go into uh, my assignment. Yes. Y- you should talk now. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, so I decided for, let's see, we've got this week and next week as well for April, or is this the last week of April? Um, well, no, I think I should don't look. we have two more? Uh, well, I guess depending on guys, how we... Guys, bust out your calendars with us. Oh yeah, next week should be the last one. Yep. yep. Okay. So, uh, yep, April, we've got pranks is kind of our theme. Obviously, mm-hmm. April Fool's Day. Yeah. Um, I decided to... Have you heard of it, guys? <laughs> you heard of it? <laughs> I decided to uh, go over... Do you remember the the show Punked? Yes. With Ashton Kutcher? Yes. I, didn't that come out in like the early 2000s probably? Late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I watched so many episodes. Really? I did. It's embarrassing how many episodes I watched. Wow. But uh, I thought I'd go over a few of these with you. I think I probably wrote down about 10 of them. It'd probably be best to save it for the end, but can you give me an overall, like, thumbs up, thumbs sideways, thumbs down? About the whole experience? Yeah, like, about it age. does it age well, or is it pretty... Uh, is it, as the kids say, cringe? I mean, no. I, I think it does age well. Okay. But uh, Ashton's energy in his little like interview room or whatever oh yeah that gets annoying real quick for me i bet um but he's an iowa guy so i really can't bash him too much no you can (laughs) um but you know other than that like i kind of enjoyed it i didn't realize that dax shepherd kind of started yeah that was one of his earlier gigs yeah yeah i think i think some other uh i think they hired a lot of like improv people for yeah. that show just because they could think on their feet and they they all did a great job yeah. too so there may be quite a few more performers that came out of there that just there's an didn't owl re- but i don't remember if he's been on anything else i'm sure he has yeah. but dax was the only one that i really recognized right. um but i i kind of enjoyed the show because it brings celebrities kind of into our real life situations and doesn't really put them on a pedestal. You know, when you think of the mm-hmm. celebrities, you think mm-hmm. like, oh, they don't really have to deal with these kind of things. You know what I've heard? What? Celebrities, they're just like us. They're just like us, <laughs> right? Um, but no, it's just, it was fun to see their real life reactions yeah. and not them acting. Right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Because it kind of, you know, gave you a glimpse in the window of their life. Like, right. oh, so this is what you're really like. Right. Like Zach Braff. Zach Bra- Did you oh. see the Zach Braff one? I didn't watch that one. No. Holy smokes, it's awful. He almost strikes a child. No, he doesn't. No, Does seriously. he really? I don't want to. I don't want to cut into yours. Well, I gotta know about this. All right, so just the, make it short. <laughs> Zach Braff is hanging out with Donald Faison, his co-star from Scrubs. Of course. Uh, Zach Braff's driving his like nice new car, uh, and they basically set it up to where they they take his car out of the scene and mm-hmm. they park a car that's been like totally spray painted and they plant a kid there. Okay. He's supposed to be getting caught spray painting the car and they catch him. Uh, I believe a police officer actually like catches him. So when Zach Braff and Donald come out, like there's an adult there. Okay. Uh, but Zach Braff like gets in this kid's face. And, oh no. Yeah. He's like, he, I mean, he threatens the kid. Like he's just, super intense oh my gosh and then they break and i think you can kind of see in his face it's like oh no that was real bad oh like, no yeah well it makes me wonder so they basically have to get his permission to air it though yeah. like i wonder if they've actually punked somebody and then that person was like no i think i have heard that there's been people that have said like said no um I saw you watching the Kanye West one earlier. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised he released that, but then again, that might have been to promote an album. 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know if Zach Braff's was to promote, uh, I don't know, Garden State at that point or Scrubs or what. But uh, oh boy, I'm pretty surprised because he did not come out of looking too good. Yeah, yeah. It was that's interesting because apparently Liam Hemsworth kind of has an anger issue. Really? (laughs) Yes. So the Oz. Wait, Liam Hemsworth got punked. Yeah. How long was this show on? It was a long, I mean, this is, so Miley Cyrus punked him when they were like two years into dating, if that gives you an idea. Wow. So I mean, a long I'm, time ago. I'm getting old, so time kind of loses all meaning, but that, that seems like it wouldn't have been that long ago. It had to have been like 10 plus years ago, right? I think so. Yeah. I heard they were dating for quite a while then. Yeah. I mean, she wanted to, you know, this was kind of her episode. So she punked Liam Hemsworth, Kelly Osborne, and Khloe Kardashian. The way that they got Liam was that her and Liam were driving to an ATM. She was driving and she had him hop out to go to the ATM. And then she kind of went around the building to park um, and meet him at the ATM, I guess. And uh, as soon as she parked, the uh, punkers or the actors uh, come running up naked, jumps in the car, and she runs over to Liam and she's like, these naked people just like ran into the car and they like locked the door or whatever. Yeah. Kind of freaks out yeah. about it. And yeah. he's like, what, what, you know? And he, he goes over there and he's like, I mean, there's no, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like calmly. It's like, get out of the fucking car. Like he just automatically. Uh-huh. And she uh-huh. had mentioned like, it'll be interesting to see how he reacts to this because he does have an anger issue. So she actually said, like, so, okay, well, so there's that. Yeah. And there's, you know, people have anger issues, but also, if I can kind of back up mm-hmm. my boy, Liam, I call him Liam. We're friends. Um, the, I think the nudity aspect, maybe just, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm kind of drawing lines where there aren't any, but I mean, if I was with you and then it turns out naked people, like maybe Jumping kicked you out car. of your car. It's like, I, I, is there, is there a sexual component? Was there an assault that took place? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like the nudity kind of throws it for me, but then again, maybe the dude just has anger issues. Could be. Yeah. And uh, basically, they were saying like, "Oh, we were at this party. Uh, you know, we were doing a three three way with this guy. Yeah. He started doing things to my wife here that I didn't like, and so we told him to stop. Uh-huh. We something happened to where they like they ran away, and uh, the guy was running after him. Okay. Who was also naked, apparently. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> so they kind of lock themselves in the car and the quote unquote police show up, you know, these actors and uh, you know, they're interviewing the people and they finally are like, well, you need to get out of the car. This isn't your car, you know? And Liam, uh, I think, what was it? I think the police officer was trying to tell Liam that it was kind of like in the state of California, like a felony to like have naked people in your car or something. Something to that effect. He's Australian. That he was, was going to get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, I don't even know these people. And they're saying that they know him, that they were at this party with him, and that they took him. You know. Can we do a quick role play? Oh, Can God. you be the police officer telling me about how me, Liam Hemsworth, okay. how I'm in trouble? <laughs> and then I'll give you my response. So did you know in the state of California that to have naked people in the back of your car is, is a felony? Crikey. <laughs> uh, sorry. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> way to go thank you uh so yeah of course you know and then he obviously was lighthearted about it after finding out that it was just him being punked uh, but uh 
I'm like, some of the things that they come up with with punk seem re- so far-fetched that I think if it were to happen, you're kind of questioning, like, is this real life? Yeah. Like, these things just don't really happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if maybe some stars catch on to it, but a lot of them are actors or have acted, so maybe they mm-hmm. know to kind of play into it. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But then uh, Miley got Kelly Osborne. She invited her and some other people over for a girls' night at her house. Kelly comes in, and uh, I think Miley says, like, oh, I ordered food. It should be here any minute. The doorbell rings. The guy gives her the food. She goes to get money and gives it to him, and he's like, oh, can I use your bathroom real quick? And she's uh, like, ah, uh, Are all these okay. going to be nudity-related? Uh, this one, not so much. Oh, okay. I would just um, thought that'd be funny if Miley Cyrus is like a one-trick pony. She's just like, and then they're nudity. naked. <laughs> yeah. Well, and she doesn't come up with the punk, like the scenarios, oh. the, the punk team does. Yeah, yeah. Um, But she, so she lets him use the bathroom and she comes into the kitchen and Kelly's like, is he using the bathroom? She's like, yeah, I mean, when you got to go, you got to go. Didn't you know? this happen to Dwayne Wade? And uh, I swear I'll stop interrupting at some point. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Wade and his wife beautiful actor uh, gabrielle union yeah i think i think didn't gabrielle union say she let like a lift driver use her bathroom and he just like destroyed it i don't know or maybe metaphorically destroyed and just took a big old poop maybe anywho i don't know i think our son's at the door so we're gonna take a quick potential kid break and we'll be right back and i will stop interrupting my wife someday All right, cash update. He came to open the door so that we could leave the office when we're done. Very <laughs> considerate young man. <laughs> Baby, it's your time. I'm going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do your thing. So the uh, the delivery guy is in the bathroom, and all of a sudden you hear him like screaming out in pain, right? Hmm. So they go to the door. Sir, are you okay? Are you okay? And he's screaming in pain, screaming in pain. Right. He opens the door finally, and he says that he, uh, when he went to zip up, he zipped his ball sack up oh. in the zipper. Did he? Did he get his beans over the? We- uh, what is it? The beans over the dog? That's a. Is that uh, a thing? That's a. Uh, uh, everybody loves Mary reference. Y'all get it. Anyway. Okay. Um. Yeah. So he's you know pretending to scream in pain, and he comes out to the kitchen and. Um, everyone's kind of freaking out and Kelly is looking like white as a ghost and she doesn't know what to do. And she's like, I think we need to call 911. And so Miley's like, of course I got it. You know, rational. Yeah. Miley gets on the phone and then, you know, she ends up handing the phone over to Kelly and Kelly's talking to the 911 dispatcher, quote unquote. And he's like, okay, you know, is, is it turning colors? Is it, you know, have him lay down. So that way, uh, something about the blood doesn't run out of there and, I don't know. It doesn't fall off or something. So in that vein, he would have to lay on the couch on his back and then thrust his his balls up into the air so they're over his heart. Did he do no. that? No. He didn't do that? No, he just well, laid a, flat. He's a dead man. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's gone. obviously. He just laid flat. Uh, so, and she's like almost in tears because she feels so bad for this guy, right? Um, so, and I feel like a lot of the, the women who gets these things done to them, they're almost on the verge of tears before Ashton will come in and be like, it's just a joke, you know? Um, so she's about crying. And then of course she's yeah. so relieved that it's just a joke, but uh-huh. they do the same uh-huh. thing to Chloe Kardashian, like uh, moments Chloe. later, it's the same thing. So Kelly's there and Miley says, Chloe's on her way. You gotta like, you know, woman up basically. Get and just, her. And we're going to get Chloe with the same scenario. Did those 
three women hang out. Is that what I'm meant to believe? I guess. Okay. Seems like I, an odd. I mean, who knows? I just, I don't know. It wouldn't. It, it sounds like Chloe Kardashian, Norman Osborn, and Miley Cyrus walk into a bar. Like <laughs> Kelly Osborne? Kelly Osborne. I, know, I was like, who's Norman? Oh, that's the Green Goblin. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a weird pairing, but uh, yeah, who, who the hell knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Chloe gets got with the same scenario. Yeah. And so, yeah, she's she's on the phone with the 911 dispatcher too and kind of freaking out. And uh, the guy, kudos to him, whoever that actor was, because yeah. he played it off like perfectly, like screaming so much that you just – panic starts to set in because you don't yeah. know what to do for him you know i gotta imagine that they're like they're working for peanuts out there they're trying to get acting gigs so when they get a gig like they really they go hit for it, it hard really yeah. go for it but uh yeah that was kind of more of a mild punked scenario okay um that was mild that was mild I, it just shows how much of a baby i am like that all seems i mean compared to the other ones i guess okay so jessica simpson decided that well, no, I think Ashton came to Jessica and was like, I need your help to get her then-husband, Nick Lachey. Guys, you remember Jessica Simpson? Right? Remember when, remember like, her? what was that show that they did? The Newlyweds? Is that what it was called on MTV? The one where the big thing was she saw a can of tuna that said chicken of the sea, and she asked, is it chicken or is it fish? Yeah. And the internet lost... Lost their minds. It's goddamn mind. Yeah. Which I get, but also it's like, you know... She doesn't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't matter. No, who cares? You like it, eat it, you know? Yeah. Um, but no, so basically Nick arrives home, and this is where uh, the first episode that I saw Dax was on. So mm. he plays mm. Jessica's like distant cousin that Nick has never met before. Okay. Oh. Uh. So they pull up and they had this big like RV, kind of banged up RV. Um, is that our son at the door again? Or is that our animals yeah it might be a cat oh maybe a cat so many things happening right now i'm gonna check okay Keep talking. um so they they basically are squatting on the land of nick and jessica with the rv and uh so nick comes home and he sees these people camped out on his it was a ghost keep going okay uh camped out right across their their front door right yeah and so jessica comes out and she's like please be nice like these are my distant cousins they just showed up they found us on star maps or whatever ah. um so he goes over and he's like hi and he's like really confused and he introduced hi how you doing um and dax is like hey you know we just thought we'd we'd come here and you know we really are just in a bind and so we just need to like stay on your property for like two months tops and Nick is like, hmm. uh, I need to go talk with my mother-in-law and my wife real quick. I'll be back. And he's like, you can he, tell he's just pissed. He's like, hurry up. Shitter's full. Right. He's so pissed. Um, and so Jessica's like, well, why are you getting mad at me? You know, in a typical Jessica form. Yeah. And uh, so he comes back out and Dax is like, you know, uh, we're family. We're basically blood. Like, I don't understand why you don't. Because Nick basically tells him, like, you can't stay here. Like, that's not really our land. We're going to get in trouble if you, like, we'll get fined from HOA, I'm guessing, um, if you keep your RV on that land. Were they parked on the street or? No, it was like this big open grassy area across from their driveway. Oh, But it okay. wasn't their land that they owned. 
So it must have been their neighbor's land or something. Well, at that point, I'm like, I guess stay there until they tell you not to. Right. <laughs> and stay out of my house or like, and we'll see you when we see you. And, well, and so he's very annoyed that these cousins are there. And uh, Dax is so good about what he says to like push buttons. Yeah. It seemed, I think Dax really kind of... I. It's it's like no doubt that he kind of got the shine that he did from that show because yeah. he's so good at it. Mm-hmm. Just the, like really quick, funny responses yeah. that would just push anybody's buttons. But which he seems like the sweetest guy, but for some reason mm-hmm. he must have just been like, "This is Nick Lachey. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be fine. I'm gonna terrorize him for the next thirty minutes or whatever." Yeah, yeah. And I, and I mean he did so like nicely, I guess. Yeah. Um, but he's like, you know, if you're not gonna let us stay here. Just, you know, you guys are very well off. Like, why don't you just, we would really, we could really use the money. Why don't you give us like a check for $5,000 and we'll be on our way. So Nick is like, I'm not going to give you money. This isn't our land. And so then all of a sudden you know, this guy walks up and yeah. he's the HOA or something. And he says, he you know, is the, he I'm is gonna the say, HOA. I'm going to say that to people now. <laughs> if people like throwing a party, excuse me, you got to turn that music down. I'm like, who the hell are you? I am yeah, the, the HOA, <laughs> sir. <laughs> You could do that with our neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he walks up and he's like, you know, you can't be here because, you know, this guy's going to get fined if you stay here. And he's... Wait, uh, Nick's going to get fined? Apparently. Again. But it's not his the... land. This yeah. doesn't make any sense. No. Um, so Nick is trying to talk to the guy and then I think uh, the HOA guy and Dax kind of get into it a little bit. And Nick's trying to like split him up. And uh, as he's talking to the, the HOA guy, Dax yells over like, are you getting my check, Nick? It's five, $5,000? Like trying to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah. and. Uh, but also, I got to imagine the $5,000 at that point, peak Nick and Jessica point, is nothing. Oh, it's nothing. It's like well, he's a distant cousin and he needs help? Sure, 5000 Right. Well, and I think in Nick's mind, he's like, I just met you. I'm not going to give you $5,000. Like I didn't even know that you were part of the family. You know what I mean? I still think I don't know. Like I, just, I don't know. I don't. I would be a little I, put I, off if if a distant relative came and was just like, "Can I borrow some money?" And I'm like, "Who are you?" Yeah, but you're not Jessica Simpson, right? Like it's nothing in their pocket. Yeah, I mean you're hotter than Jessica but Simpson. It's, oh well. Eyebrows, eyebrows, eyebrows. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just it really when. Huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Nick kind of had uh you could tell that he was really pissed at like Jessica and the the mother-in-law oh. when they really had nothing to do with it. Oh. Um so I'm like, okay, well it's you know, they're not together now. It's probably for the better. But uh <laughs> Oh god, is this what broke them up? No, I don't think I so. I bet it was. Who knows? I'm like 100% <laughs> sure. <it was. laughs> um but he thought it was pretty funny after it was all said and done, you know. That one's that one seems pretty harmless. Oh, I found another naked one. I forgot about this one. Dax is naked in the, the next one with Jessica Alba. Do you remember uh, Jessica Alba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, blue, blue Crush. Was it Blue Crush? Or is, and that, Honey. The, is that the surfer one? She was in Honey and yeah. the Sin I'm movie. thinking of the one where she's trying to get treasure with Paul Walker. But yeah, oh. uh, Sin City. Sin she City, was the dancer. You. Yeah, she's great. Um, So she goes to a clothing store with her friend or maybe boyfriend at the time. I'm not sure, but... Uh, she walks in, they start shopping around, and then Dax comes out fully naked, and he's shopping around trying clothes on. 
And so her boyfriend and her are kind of giggling like, oh, my God, there's a naked man just walking around in the store. Yeah. Um, and so she slowly gets like, I mean, she's uncomfortable right off the bat, but then she slowly gets more annoyed with them because they're the only ones in yeah. the clothing store, right? Yeah. And yeah, he, yeah, he keeps is. trying on the clothing and then putting it back. And she's like, at least put on underwear. Like, you're not buying these clothes. You're putting them on when you're we're, naked. We're talking public health now. Yeah, and yeah. And if Jessica Alba... She's she's a health nut. I right. think she I think she's got like <laughs> like some uh, kind of e- healthy eco-friendly mommy stuff something. or something. Yeah. 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 Um, That's the same thing, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I can't, yeah. But uh so she starts letting him know like you need to put on some clothes. Like this is very inappropriate. And he's like, "Well, you know, it's just what God made, you know, why are you so uncomfortable with nakedness and you know, he doesn't believe in underwear mm-hmm. or whatever." Mm-hmm. Um so as she's trying clothes on and she's coming out um, to look in the mirror, he kind of like gets close to her and like tries to share the mirror with her. And she's like, you are not like getting this close to me when you're naked. This one I have a hard time believing <clears throat> because what? if if you and me were in a store and there is <coughs> a naked gentleman, lady, anybody, I'd be like, well, I guess we're done at Target for the day. Mm-hmm. Let's go over to another another target there's targets all over the goddamn place let's go right. to another we're not gonna like make the best of it you know we're <laughs> out of there so I, like what do you think i don't you, know you watched it i didn't you it, i mean she looked like real reactions to me but who knows she's an actress who knows yeah 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 doesn't like that's not the point right the point is the reactions so um so, of course, that one was fun. And I think towards the end, he starts, like, hitting on her and saying, like, she has really pretty eyes and this and that. And she's yeah, just like, she ain't wrong. just get away from me. Yeah, right. She ain't wrong. Uh, so this next one, I was actually kind of surprised with because of his reaction. Yeah. So Wilmer Valderrama. Do you remember watching that one? Oh, yeah. Well, not really. I remember Wilmer Valderrama. Yeah. I think he seemed like a nice guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think most recently I saw him on an episode of Last Week Tonight. Okay. He played a chicken, I think. Huh. And he was funny. Cool. Let's keep going. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes out to lunch or something, and he's with Ashton and the other guy from the 70s show. Um, The Wait, the the redhead? Yeah, the curly hair. Oh, no. I don't remember his name. He apparently has had a lot of allegations of sexual misconduct, and uh, I think the Church of Scientology is protecting him. Oh, really? So let's keep going. I did not know all that. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, guys, um, look it up. Well, they go to a restaurant, yep. and they they uh, drive Wilmer's new Escalade to where he's had like multiple things done on it, right? Good for and him. And Ashen's sitting there saying, like, every time I see him, it's like, oh, did you see this? I just got this done on the Escalade, and I got this done on the Escalade. So he's, that's like his prized possession, right? Real Chris O'Donnell right? <laughs> from, from last week, guys. Catch up. So Ashton was like, I, a couple months ago, planted a seed with him and said, you know, this guy has kind of been stalking me because apparently he didn't like that Ashton had hooked up with his girlfriend at one time. Okay. Something. Ashton laid this seed. Yeah. Ashton's planted yes. seed. Little, yep. little Johnny, <clears throat> Johnny yeah. Appleseed. So when they get there... Um, they they go to walk into the restaurant yeah. and uh, this guy comes up to Ashton and was like, hey, Kutch. He's like, hey, man, like, how you doing? Goes to like shake his hand, like, nice to meet you. And he's like, mm. and he, he like shuns him away and like walks away from Ashton Kutcher. 
kind of like, you know, you I'm do, not, a, not a big fan of you. You don't do the coach like that. Right. <laughs> and so uh, the guys were both kind of like, oh, that was weird, you know. What was that, Kutch? Right. Do people call him Kutch? I don't, hopefully not. Boy, I'm That's never, weird. never calling him anything other than the Kutch again. Oop, sorry. Keep bumping the table. That's okay. Um, but uh, so as they're walking in, he tells Wilmer like, hey, that's that's the guy that keeps stalking me because he's mad that I, you know, hung out with his girlfriend or whatever. He's um, like, wait, that's your stalker, Kutch? Right. Yeah. He's and like, yeah, Will Will. <laughs> he's like, oh, man, that's him. I can't believe, you know. Yeah. yeah um, that's wild. And then they, they come back out. And of course, by this time, they, they switch, swap the car, the Escalade. This is Wilmer's Escalade. Wilmer's yes. Escalade. They move his yes. car and then they do a decoy that looks just like his car in the same parking spot. Okay. So they walk out of the restaurant and they see this guy and he starts yelling at Ashen. He has a bat. He, and he's like, you're going to hang out with my this girlfriend. This familiar. And he starts smashing the car yeah. up, breaking the windows, like puts, shoves the, the bat into the exhaust and like, you know, jimmies that thing off. What is Wilmer doing during this? He is like just standing there in shock and yeah. looking like he's about to cry. Oh, he doesn't I mean, say a word to the guy. And when he does, what, what I think I wrote it down. He says, oh, that that's my car, man. Oh, Wilmer. <laughs> so sad. Honestly, I think I would be just like Wilmer. One, because insurance exists. Right. And two, because the guy's got it bad. I'm just going to be like, oh, can we... This is going to be a pain. (laughs) (laughs) Ashton in the interview is just like, this guy is smashing up your car and you're not doing a damn thing about it. You're not calling the cops. You're not trying to get him to stop. You're not telling him to stop. Like nothing. He's just in shock. Yeah, I'd probably pop my head into the restaurant and be like, can somebody call the cops? This guy's beating up my car. And then I'd stand out there and be like, right. I just watch him beat the beat the piss out of my car or be like dude that's not his car that's my car what the hell are you doing you know did ashton or no, um, excuse he, uh, me that's, a, that's no, what i would no, say no i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> did the kutch say that no. that's what i that's what i meant to say that's what i would say yeah and what did the kutch say wilmer is just i don't even remember what ashton was saying in the background but i'm just i was like so fixated on wilmer's reaction that he just looked like he was gonna cry and didn't want to honestly i love it you do i think that is absolutely the right move that's not stupid, like, I'm going to kick this guy's, like, he's got a bat. You know, he's obviously in a state of rage, making bad decisions. Yeah. You stand back, you let him take it out, and then you let insurance and the police settle it. Mm-hmm. Wilmer, hey, real quick. <laughs> Good call, Wilmer. Good Hell call. Yeah. You know what Liam would have done? Mm, he would have yelled at him. Ozzy, 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 oi, oi, oi. He would have right? kicked that guy's ass. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to skip over a couple of these because we're running a little bit long. But uh, fault is that? Kanye is West. Con- I think I think Kanye's might be the most famous. Would you say? I don't know. At least it's one that really stands out in my mind because Kanye West went nuts. Yeah, and it was part of the like the top ten best punked. Do you remember what number it was? I don't. I don't think it, it went over numbers. It just kind of like showed oh, just of all of generally them. Yeah. top ten. Um, so he, it starts with him filming something and a guy comes up. I believe it's a music video. Does that sound right? Well, he was talking to the camera. Kind of looked like a documentary. Like he was talking to the camera. So it didn't really look like. Could it have been? Could have been. This might have been back in the days of, uh, MTV used to do this series making the video. Oh, maybe. It might've been that. 
Because this is all... This one stands out in my mind. Well, no. It, no, because... No? Okay. Uh, yeah, at one point he says, like, um, I paid for this. Meaning the film. Oh. So it, it was one of his projects. He paid... Okay. Okay. So uh, basically they're filming something and a guy comes up and asks for the permit that they have to film there. Right. Um, and they didn't have it. And he's like, well, you know, you need to stop filming until we get this permit. Yeah. Um, and the guy tries to take the footage, like tries yeah. to take like the footage roll or whatever. Uh, Kanye struggles to grab the film back from him. And there's like right. this big old brawl and right. they're fighting over this film. Um and he's yelling, I paid for this, man. I paid for this. This is my film or my I still, footage. I still don't right? think he paid for this. I think he was just, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. Well, maybe it was his own production in some way. I don't know. I guess that could be. Um, so then Kanye runs away with it after the struggle, jumps in a van, and two guys that are like, they're trying to climb into the van, and the van like takes off, and they end up like tumbling out of the van. Like, it looked really bad, but I think everybody was fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. And I think his, his friends were in on it, so I'm I'm hoping that the person driving was also in on it, so that way it wasn't... Hopefully those were stunt performers that... Yeah. But, I mean, again, that would take a, a significant amount of coordination. And who knows that he was going to jump in the van, yeah, and exactly. you know what I mean? Like, he was dodging in and out of cars that were parked, yeah. like, to get away from this guy. Yeah. Um, and so then all of a sudden the van slows down because Ashton is like running on the side of the van, yeah. like Kanye, it's you got pumped. It's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. And then he's, he starts laughing or whatever. I, but. Yeah. I thought it was, I'm sure there might've been some editing, but I was surprised how quickly Kanye was like, Oh, that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's like, you were going insane a couple minutes ago. People fell out of your vehicle. Yeah. And I was like, Oh. What a good joke. Right. <laughs> Kutch, you got me. <laughs> Kanye is is satisfied. Like, I'm sure at that point, I'm Ashton had to have been kind of terrified. Like, oh my God, he's yeah. really flipping out, you know? Yeah. But it's Kanye West. I mean, you do something like that to his quote unquote project, you're probably going to get some type of reaction. I believe at this point, I mean, he was just kind of in it like a, a well-lauded MC for good reason. And uh, I believe uh, mostly known for his beats. I believe he did beats for Jay-Z and that's how he got on mm. as a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't known as like the weird ass personality that he is now with bipolar disorder. That's and, true. Of course, seek, seek medical help. But right. uh, yeah, I, I think that might've, if you can look back on that moment now and be like, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, but yeah. at that point, it's like, oh, wow, he kind of went. He went a little crazy. He went pretty hard there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this next one is actually probably one of the bigger ones that I've seen. Really? Yeah. Hugh Jackman. So I, I was hoping you were going to bring it up because I saw a tiny bit of it. And I mm-hmm. just saw sweet little. He, not, I think he is little. Eh, all actors I are small, I think. Like height wise? Yes. I don't know. Tom Cruise is like four zero. Not really, but he's pretty small. Our, well, right, but Hugh is not. I thought he was pretty tall. I, uh, you know what? I'm curious. You, you should look you, it up. Yes, this will give um, me an excuse to so show up. So, Hugh Jackman arrives to a friend's house. This friend apparently just bought this brand new house, so he's showing him around. He's very excited about it. He's like, "Yeah, you know, this is my patio, but the only thing is, I can't get my barbecue to start. Do, mm. do you know how to start this grill?" And so Hugh's like fiddling around with it. 
He's like, yeah, you know, I could try and figure it out. Um, so he's like trying to ignite it. And then uh, they end up like, go, I don't know, going out to dinner or something. And then they come back to what appears to be his house burning down. Oof. And there's, I mean, and there's like explosions coming off off the back you see all this fire from behind the house and his friend is like freaking out um and poor hugh is just like in shock like i can't believe this is happening to my poor friend who just bought this house yeah um he's like crikey right and the uh the police officer was like oh it looks like it got started or it was ignited by a grill Mm. and he was like oh my god you know crikey right and uh he he said something about like oh you know did, did you did you guys mess with the grill before you left and he was like i you know i i tried and he's like explaining to him exactly what he did i, I pushed the ignite button i tried to get it to go it didn't go i turned it off and then we left and he's like well clearly it didn't like the the gas seeped out and it wasn't turned off and you know it got... that's not fair everybody knows that hugh jackman and all australians love putting shrimp on the barbie <laughs> So when you tell Hugh Jackman, hey, do you want to, you know, try and mess with my barbecue? He's like, good day. And he goes and does it. So that's not fair. That's exploiting a cultural weakness. And I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, did you see how tall he was? Did you get it? Six three. I owe you an apology. Uh, yeah. You were totally right. I was going to say, because he and like. I should have known that Greek guy. Ryan Reynolds are pretty close. Oh, yeah. And Ryan's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I call um, him Ryan. Right. And uh, yeah, so he was like almost in tears. He felt so bad yeah. for him because he thought it was all his fault. And then, yeah, he comes out and he's uh, got punked and he's like, he's like, I even called my wife. And I, or I know, I think at the end he he called his wife and was like, yeah. I got punked real bad. And, and seeing Hugh Jackman say I got punked was kind of gross. Really? I, I think just because I haven't heard somebody say I got punked in such a long time. And then to see such a sweet, such a sweet, sweet man, mm-hmm. you know, like him say I got, I, I got, I can't do Australian. I don't know. Yeah. It was sad. Uh, so I've got, I'll do one more. Do you want me to do Drake or John Cena? My God, Drake. Mm-hmm. Oh, but John Cena. I'm going to drag this out for at least four <laughs> minutes. John, no, John Cena. John Cena. Yeah, because okay. he's a big fella. He is. And he was real sweet during this. But he's he's got a, an award for the most uh, 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 make a wish foundation appearances. Oh, that's and awesome. support. Yeah. He seems like an excellent human being. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so he's he's in this car and the driver is taking him. And I think maybe a couple family members, maybe um, somewhere. And uh, all of a sudden they, they stop with a couple other cars because a, a police officer stop traffic because of a funeral procession mm, r.i.p um so then the you Wait, know oh never mind sorry what? i should i really should stop <laughs> so uh the the police officer stops traffic right. and then he's like okay you know and so the police officer for some reason starts going again um and the person in front of john cena's car goes around a couple cars in front of him because he's like well i'm not seeing any cars coming so he just runs a stop light or stop sign okay uh to keep going straight when uh perpendicular yeah so they're going straight and then the funeral procession is going Uh in front of them right perpendicularly guys you aren't seeing this but it's like four-way stop yeah yes um we're doing hand motions (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm doing hand motions. Right. Yeah. Uh, so then his driver is like, oh, well, then we can go around these people real quick before the funeral cars come. You sure, know? sure. And John is like, no, like trying to get him to stop. And yeah. he starts, you know, going out in, in front. And then all of a sudden uh, the uh, hearse, I think he either hits the hearse or the hearse hits their car. Really? A collision occurs. A collision occurs. I a, would, a very mild one. Oh, uh, okay. I wouldn't think they'd be able to do that. Wow. That's impressive. Super mild. Okay. Yeah. Um, to where, you know, they, they get out of the car and apparently the casket falls out of the hearse. So it's in the middle of the road and the family members of the, you know, deceased is coming up wailing and being like, Oh my, you know, freaking out. That's so over the top. I'm, I'm in for this one. Right. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> stupid. I like that. So a you lot. see the, the wife of the deceased, like, you know, bawling, you know, wow. crying over the casket and was like, we're going to get you buried. You really got to sell that one. Right. You're, I know. Yeah. They better have gotten Meryl goddamn Streep. <laughs> well, and the so Meryl Streep of the UCB, like third stage to well, do that one. And it's so funny because I mean, you'd have to know it is, so he's mad at the the driver and he's like, yeah. you know, you shouldn't have done that. And now, you know, we got to deal with this or whatever. Yeah. Um, and the driver is trying to convince him like, well, no, you need to have my back on this. Like we had to go around this because we need to make this time to go wherever you need to go. And John Cena's like, you can't see me. Right. <laughs> you can't see me. So he's like, um, so they're all kind of freaking out. Yeah. And then they, so John helps them get the casket back into the hearse and they try to. By himself, I'm sure. Not at all. He's no. like he's like towards the end. Aww. It's like the very last. But he's, he's so like, strong. Oh, I'll help. Yeah. Um, so then they they try to start the hearse, and the the hearse is like broken down, like right in the middle of traffic. Right. So John Cena picks up the hearse, <laughs> carries it. <laughs> so then you see a clip of him. So some of the family members are freaking out still. Yeah. And they're kind of hanging all over John. Oh, like, that's like the, nice. The brother maybe of the deceased is like trying to give john a hug and yep. john's kind of like a one pat and keeps walking and nope. the, the guy's like no i'm not done here john cena <laughs> you get back here and then i think the the wife of the deceased kind of like falls into john and is wailing and then she kind of like collapses and grabs his legs <laughs> yeah and yeah. so he's kind of just letting them just fall all over him he's not really like reciprocating like oh i'm so sorry like I nothing mean, like that he's when just kind are of you ever going to get the chance again you might right. as well and so um, then he, he's, you know, the, the hearse is broken down and you see a clip of him and he's look, looking like he's he's trying to start up the hearse and like try John to get the, is? Yeah, he's trying to help them get the hearse going again. Um, and then the, the wife of the, the deceased comes out with like one of those big like floral arrangements with the banner on it that they usually have up at the front, yeah. you know, of a funeral. Why? Uh, because she's like, John, I don't know, said, said something to the effect of like, you need to see one more thing or something. Um, and she says something about him being such a nice guy. And it says like, you got punked. Oh uh, yeah. Um, That's a fun prestige. Right. And so the end is like, you hear her say like, Oh, but you have really soft legs. <laughs> the woman that like grabbed at him. I mean, yeah, he, uh, in the ring, he wore jorts for years. So at right. the very least his calves have got to be silky smooth. Yeah. yeah and, uh, he's got to shave those puppies. But yeah, I was just kind of surprised that he wasn't more like, comforting so i almost wonder if he wasn't really buying into it because Probably. even that me seems watching, so over the top that seems it was so over the top the actors did an okay job but they kind of like mm -hmm. overdid it See, that's a hard one 
it I, is. I feel like you'd have to really sell that one, but I mean, it'd be, it'd be so easy to, it down, to go one more. Like yeah. three notches. Yeah. Probably, like, if it was more like somber grief. Of yeah, like, like crying and like, oh first my, my God, husband dies, I can't now believe this. this. Like, what do we do? Yeah, Can you help us John get it back in? Cena's yeah. here. And wait, wait, what's that? Oh my God, it's Bray Wyatt's music. <laughs> it's Bray Wyatt's music. He's coming out of the back. <laughs> I just wanted to do that. <laughs> But he was he was yeah super sweet with, uh, the, yeah. with the whole thing. But I yeah. wouldn't expect any less from Mr. Cena. It was uh, yeah. So I just I watched so many different episodes, but those were just some that I decided to jot down. But very fun. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean it's a, a it aged well for like knowing that it came out in the early two thousands. You're kind of like yeah, it's no, all right. yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. It's just yeah. fun to see the reactions That's of the cool. celebrities. Overall, it seems like the amount of stress is proportionate to the amount of relief and fun that people have after the fact. Yeah. From from what I remember of that show. Mm-hmm. I think that's why it did so well. Mm-hmm. Is is a it never felt too mean spirited. Does that sound right? I don't think there was anything that would there might have been one or two that maybe went a little too far. Um, I, I guess that's going to happen when you're doing a prank show like that. You got to escalate it to keep people interested. And maybe you kind of, you get too close to the sun, your wings start to melt and then you're like, Oh, let's go back down a little bit. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's an episode or two like that, but mm-hmm. yeah, for the most part, those people are millionaires. They'll be okay. They'll be fine. Yeah. Little traumatic experience, you know, but right, <laughs> right, right. They can afford the therapy. They'll be good. Yeah. They've already got therapy and that's great. But yeah, that's all I got for you. Awesome. Yeah. I loved it and I usually don't interrupt you that much. Like in our day-to-day life. <laughs> I think that just showed that you were so excited about all I was having, I was having a really good time. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I didn't, I think seeing you watch little episodes of Punked earlier, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh God, Punked. I remember that show. Right. Yeah. yeah. And me being the crabby, no pranky boy. At first I wanted to hate it, but... Again, everybody had a good time after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the coach is yeah. going to do what the coach is going to do, you know? Oh, my gosh. Uh, rest in peace. Is he coach. dead? No. Oh, okay. What? Good for him. He's with Mila Kunis. Is no, that... he's not. Yes, he is. Uh, what? You didn't know this? Since when? <laughs> Babe. <laughs> Tell me. You really didn't know this? No, he was with uh, uh, Demi Moore for a while, wasn't he? Way back oh, in the day. Where God. have you been living <laughs> under a rock? I've been, <laughs> I've been playing video games like, very much. No, That's its own rock. He's with Mila Kunis? Yeah, they've been together for a while now. What the? They're married. They have two kids. No, stop it. Really? Yes. yes. Were they? Oh, my God. I realize I'm peaking so much. You're yeah. bringing me this hot, this hot goss. <laughs> uh, wait. What? What? Did they date with, uh, a long time ago? No. No, not the case at all. Just nope. that I'm thinking of that 70s show. If they dated in that 70s show, it would have been statutory rape. Well, yes. I understand that she was like 15 when 14. she got cast on that. Ooh, gross. Um, but her and Wilmer Valderrama got together probably towards the end of that show, I believe. Did they? Or at least they dated a little bit. I don't know. Huh. Weird. Okay. Um, but yeah, cool. they've been together. And he's doing a lot of good work um, with a... I don't remember which what his foundation is or what... But he's um, trying to uh, help out uh, with like sex trafficking oh, that's victims good. and stuff. Yeah, I mean, 
the Kutch, aka Ashton Kutcher. I like. I think just because I grew up with him being kind of everywhere, therefore mm-hmm. annoying me and just being so handsome. But I, he's a he's a grown ass man now. I'm sure he's doing fantastic work. So <laughs> and yeah, that show was great, and they didn't seem to hurt anybody. I mean. We still don't know about those two men that fell out of Kanye's van. So I know. We'll, we'll have to follow up on that for you guys. But uh, that was really good. Yeah. Fun stuff. Very fun. My idea for next week is not fun, so I think I got to retool it. Uh-oh. Because it, like, I was thinking... Is it like pranks that gone, went too far or something? No, I wanted to look up a movie that dealt significantly with gaslighting. But oh. I realized that is not a fun topic. Because mm. mm-hmm. it's typically involving making women believe that they aren't suffering from the trauma that they are. And I don't think mm. that's going to be a good podcast. Yeah. Right. Kind of deep. I'm going to track something. I don't think I'm going to do this. I'm going to ask Carrie. I don't think that'd be a good episode. The movie Carrie. Yeah. I don't know. Like the movies. Op- oh, granted. I haven't seen the new one. No. Are you, are you talking about, you haven't seen the old one. I haven't seen any of them. I've just seen like, what? I, I know enough of it from pop culture. You've never seen any of the Carrie movies? I've seen the second one, which is bad. Was it, Wait. It, it was a so sequel that original... came out like 20 years later. It was uh, like late 90s, so it's like a lot of fart rock, new metal crap. Interesting. It's okay. not good. You should watch the original. Yeah. What are you talking about? We haven't done a horror Space movie Axe in a while. Great. Yeah, that's true. You guys want to listen to horror movie stuff, don't you? Yeah. Um... I was thinking we should do a, uh, just because, you know, when we started this podcast, it was mm-hmm. for uh, our 31 days of horror movies and Halloween, and a lot of people gave us uh, feedback on what they wanted. I mm-hmm. think we should do a listener request month. That's a good idea. I think that'd be a really good idea. Mm-hmm. You know, just, I mean, we, we're into what we're into, but I, I would really love to have other people just like throw... Mm-hmm. Throw comic books at us. Throw movies. Throw TV shows. Yeah, well, uh, let's uh, let's do a video and post it on our Instagram. Yeah, good point. Guess let's do good. that. Yeah. Okay, we're going long, and we still got to talk about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. And a good episode, so I got to keep it tight, mm-hmm. not ramble. Yeah. Whew. Okay. Thanks. If you don't want to listen to spoilers, thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you we're as glad always. That you're here. Have an incredible week. We hope you all achieve your dreams. this week (laughs) love you so much love you so much bye okay bye so what did you think of this last episode i really liked it Mm -hmm. um i i i enjoy watching ign's reviews after the episodes just because sometimes they pick up on stuff that i missed and the ign review of this one wasn't too favorable they gave it like a seven oh really i really disagree i think that uh the turn for john walker was executed really well Mm-hmm. Um, they they did talk about in the review that uh, um, Sam and Bucky got the best of it, which is totally true. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely like uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stans shined in the episode. They were so good. Mm-hmm. It was good to see them be buddies. Like right throughout the whole season, I've been like, why aren't they friends? Mm-hmm. Like, I get why they aren't friends and Sam giving away the shield earlier in the season. It makes sense that that would make uh, uh, Bucky upset. But I don't know. It felt kind of paper thin. It felt like they just wanted to kind The first few episodes felt like they needed something to reel people in with 
to say like, oh, hey, this is like the Marvel's buddy cop show. Mm-hmm. And it felt kind of unnecessary. So to see them like ready for the big finale. Well, and it's interesting. I wonder if they gave it like a, you said seven out of ten kind of. Yeah. Rating. And I think a lot of that is because. Of, well, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Why do you think they gave it a 7 out of 10? Um, so I think that because there was a, a point where maybe towards the end, like the middle, later half, like the whole like them restoring the boat and like training and things like that, which was like the buddy-buddy I, stuff, which was great. Yeah, It just felt like they were wrapping up the whole season. Like it felt like okay. they were kind of like setting up for a season two and not necessarily like the big event. Like to me, this all kind of, I mean, I get why they had to do the whole training thing for yeah. Sam, you know, because then it's like, he's probably going to go more like Captain America, like step into the Captain America yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, But like the whole like boat situation, I felt like went on a little bit longer than it should have. Oh, no, I, I, I really enjoyed the, emotional catharsis of those two getting back to Sam's family story of Mm -hmm. them trying to preserve their legacy, um, you know, and keep, keep the family business alive. Uh, I thought that was great. And IGN, the reviewer thought that stuff was great as well. They took, uh, umbrage with, uh, Oh my God, the big bad guy. Um, Zemo, Zemo, Zemo just like getting handed over to I, I'm never, oh. I'm never going to remember mm-hmm. the uh, the the women's name that are the uh, like special forces for Wakanda, uh, which I I I just didn't see a big old conflict coming out of Zemo. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I watched that, I was like, oh, th- I mean, that did kind of end abruptly, mm-hmm. but I do think that. I think this last episode is going to be so full of just fighting and explosions. It's going to be a big finale mm-hmm. that I think they just needed to tie everything up so that they can have the big dumb battle at the end. Cause that's kind of what Marvel does. Um, much to many people's chagrin. I, uh, you know, sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not. Um, what was the, uh, the statue that Zemo was standing in front of? That was the uh, memorial to Zakovia, his homeland, that, again, was destroyed by okay, Ultron. Okay, so that was Age just for Zakovia. Yeah, earlier in the season, he even asked Sam and Bucky, have you visited the memorial to Sokovia? And they mm. both, like, just kind of hung their heads because they hadn't. Okay. You know, even though the Avengers, in Zemo's mind, were uh, integral part of his homeland getting wiped off the face of the earth okay that's that's why he feels there shouldn't be any superheroes but he himself is becoming a a tyrant Mm -hmm. which he feels the avengers are um so yeah uh yeah it seems like the villains are kind of getting the short end of the stick besides john walker john walker Mm -hmm. i am so excited to see what comes from him because i know in the comics he becomes u.s agent he becomes a good guy in his own right um, but it doesn't seem like he's going to be going that way anytime soon, Mm-mm. but I am excited to see what Marvel does with him. Cause I mean, uh, Mr. Russell, I don't remember his first name. Great actor. I think he is, a, he's already a big star, but I think that he's somebody that Disney execs and Marvel execs see as somebody that they can kind of 
maybe hang their hat on in mm-hmm. the future a little bit. Not necessarily uh, replacing Chris Evans or Captain America, but just somebody that they can uh, really bring in as a permanent fixture mm-hmm. uh, in this series. So I'm, I can't wait to see what they do with that. But also the Flag Smashers, like they're not, they didn't get a whole lot to do in that episode. Yeah, and I think it was just such a long break between the last interaction that they had with the Flag Smashers and... Yeah. Because I don't know how long the whole like boat thing and training thing went on for. It felt like it went on for a long time, though. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I really liked it, but I, I totally get what you're saying. It, it wasn't... The, the episode wasn't evenly distributed, Um yeah, it just felt like a really, like a just a pregnant pause. Uh, yeah. Um, again, there's a lot of great character stuff for Sam and Bucky mm-hmm. in there. Um, I hope that Bucky gives Sam's sister such good loving. <laughs> she deserves it. She's a mother of two. She needs that, oh, that deep winter soldier, you know? You oh, know my gosh. Saying? She deserves it. She's earned it. <laughs> Ooh, bionic. Uh, but you know, yeah, Flag Smashers didn't get a ton. Um, something that was mentioned in the IG interview. I don't know if I necessarily agree with, but just the fact that, uh, uh, what's, what's their leader's name? Is it Kylie? Carly? Uh, Carly. I always get it wrong. Carly has gone from kind of a sympathetic villain Mm -hmm. to just kind of bad, like total disregard of human life. Mm -hmm. But that's her arc. Right. She starts off as super idealistic, but then mm-hmm. to achieve her goals, she realizes that she doesn't idealism has to go to the wayside and pure results are needed no matter the cost of life. And I, I think that looking at her arc throughout the whole series, I think that's satisfying. We'll see how it concludes. Mm-hmm. Um, is she less interesting now? Maybe a little bit. Really? Uh, maybe a little. I Again, I, I just think that there is a proper arc for that character that is occurring. And I my hope is that they land, they nail the landing mm-hmm. at the end for Carly. Because I thought she's, I think she's been a great character so far and she deserves yeah. it. And uh, you were talking about she was in another big franchise. Turns out she was in uh, Solo. Uh, that's, oh, that's, okay. That's uh, a Star, Star Wars. Wars tale movie. Um, which I never really watched. I need to watch it. Yeah, apparently she played kind of similar character. Yeah, rebel. Yeah. Rebel leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's getting typecasted. Yeah. But, yeah, she, I, she's doing a great job. I saw some uh, some fun interview on BBC One with her and uh, Mr. Russell, John Walker, the actor. Yeah. Um, and that seemed like a ton of fun. Um, I'm not going to get into that since we're going so long. Loved it. Loved the action. Mm-hmm. The fight. I, I If there's going to be another fight with John Walker between uh, uh, Bucky and Sam, that'll be cool. But I wonder, I don't know. I don't know if they will. I think they kind of just that set it up. That conflict was incredible. I thought yeah. it was executed so well. And I, I, I told you a while ago, I really like that uh, we've seen plenty of moments of Sam being that uh, counselor that mm-hmm. that when we first met him yeah. in Captain America and the Winter Soldier, you know, he's a grief counselor for uh, 
uh, veterans with PTSD, and we see him using that in this show. Uh, fantastic. So mm-hmm. good. It, it just makes him such a deeper character, such a more likable character. Um, that's that's. Yeah, I wonder. They've really used him well. Yeah, I, and I, I, I wonder if uh, with John Walker's character, because we, we kind of got a little tidbit at the end of the um, episode where it just shows him like building his own uh, armor, like the shield. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I almost wonder if they won't really bring him back for the battle, but that they'll kind of once the battle is done, it'll show him getting a call from that the woman uh yeah julia and it'll Louise say Dreyfus. like her name or whatever as like he's going to become a, a part of their team or something ah uh, but and it'll reveal something i don't know yeah but again i think the moment where john walker is talking to Battlestar's family mm-hmm. and saying that lying to them and saying that he killed the person that killed Battlestar. Oh, that's true that's and then true. they said we're just so happy that the person that did this to our son got justice. Yeah. He knows that they, like, that's what he's got to do mm-hmm. to make it right. That's true. Yeah. So he's he's going to come in somehow at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they also talked about how that reveal of Julie we- Louise drives his character, Countess, whatever. Yeah. Well, it just, it didn't have any weight because nobody knows who she's really going to be. Apparently in the comics, she has been a, she, an agent in shield, but she's mm-hmm. also been like a leader in Hydra. Um, Hydra to our knowledge is no longer around, mm-hmm. you know, after Captain America and the winter soldier. Um, again, I hope they start introducing aim. That's another organization, a villainous organization in mm-hmm. the Marvel universe. Um, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, again, I'm I'm trying to stay away from spoiler stuff online, which I think makes it more fun. I think it's more fun to just not know what the hell's going on, and mm-hmm. instead of saying, "Oh, just enjoy well, it. I've heard them say that this is going to happen," and like that's that's less fun in my opinion. Not mm-hmm. knowing what the hell's happening and then being shocked like in the moment. That's good pudding, baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you think there's probably what, like two episodes left? No, apparently the next episode is the final episode. Oh, that's yeah, right. Uh, okay. I think last week I lied and I thought there was three or four more episodes. Nope. Just, just uh, six. All right. I feel like this show deserved more than six episodes. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. I've had a good time with, with these boys, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, is what it is. So I think we're going to have a break from Marvel show news after this. Again, mm-hmm. I'm probably wrong about that. Um, what if is coming up around the corner? Loki's in May, I believe. Mm-hmm. So maybe like a week or two max. Oh yeah, which is not bad. You know, I'll survive somehow. Yeah, but yeah, we should almost do like a a watch along for Black Widow when it comes out or something. When it comes oh, out, oh that'd on, be fun. On, uh, it's coming to Disney premiere or mm-hmm. whatever when it comes out. So. Yeah, we'll spend the $30. We definitely won't, you know, watch it another way, you know. <laughs> That's not us. We're not, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we might have to do that because I'm mm-hmm. just a proper MCU film. You've been hungry for this for a while. I'm so horny for it, baby. I'm yeah. so... I want it. Okay, that's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen in our uh, listener demographics that we have somebody that is like uh, 60 plus that listens. So I don't want my dad 
or someone else related to us hearing me talk about how horny I am for a film. <laughs> so we'll leave that be. Uh, but uh, yeah, we wanted to thank you guys for uh, for listening. Um, I, I, I keep an eye on uh, Spotify's metrics because for some reason iTunes metrics isn't really working. So I know we've got some listeners out there mm-hmm. and... We appreciate the the ever-living shit out of you. Heck it, yeah. It means the world to us that you listen, mm-hmm. that you care. Um, you got sleepy dogs. And uh, we've got to go because I'm stalling again. <laughs> I never want this to end, but it must. We love you so much. Oh, and next week, uh, we're going to start recording on Mondays. Yes. And we'll drop them on Mondays. Um, yes. Well, would it come out on Monday if you dropped it after we record or yeah. does it take 24 hours? No, okay. no, no. That was just when we initially set it up. A little okay. inside baseball for you guys. Cool. No, now I like it gets fed into the other sites within hours. So, so expect us on Mondays. Yes. We're going to be moving to Mondays. Uh, it's just going to make sense with our, our schedules, our and baby boys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Schedule and all our schedules. So, uh, yeah. Look for us next Monday. Love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Have a fantastic week. And positivity, we're not going to fight about this later. <laughs> Positive I like it. in the universe. Positive vibes. Uh, <laughs> love you guys so much. Bye. Bye-bye.